It's the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 82. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. Our podcast this week is a special one. We have Minnesota Golden Gopher star basketball player Mara Braun with us to talk about her busy summer, which included playing international three-on-three basketball in China. She has now made the international team that will play in Mongolia next month. She got to know her new Gopher coach, the new system during summer workouts, and is also looking ahead to the Gopher team trip to Greece and Croatia coming up. Buckle in for a great conversation with Mara Braun from Wyzetta on the Go Gopher Podcast, Episode 82. Our Go Gopher Podcast is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions, alumni-owned. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone, and True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Hey, make the most of your life's work, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is also a chief sponsor of the Go Gopher podcast. Affinity Plus is your local credit union throughout the entire state of Minnesota. You can find out more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union has one of the top-ranked mobile apps as well, so check that out. And I'm thrilled that our podcast is doing so well thanks to all the great loyal listeners like you. Because of that, we got a few new sponsors jumping on board. The Go Gopher podcast is now sponsored by Head Flyer Brewing. Located in northeast Minneapolis, right next door to campus, a great vibe, great craft beer, and much more. We're going to have a live show with them in October there. More news on that to come. If you haven't been to Headflyer Brewing, please make it a point to do so. Another new sponsor is Caldera Lab, great skincare products for men. I'm right at that age to start worrying about aging, and the great research and top-tier ingredients to help make your face and neck area look younger and feel softer are just the ticket. And because they love the Gophers, any Go Gopher podcast listener joining me in ordering will get a 20% off discount by using the code word GOLD, G-O-L-D. Find out more at calderalab.com, and I'll talk more about their great products later this episode. And again, because of that success and we've grown as a podcast, it's my pleasure this week to welcome another new and loyal Golden Gopher sponsor to the Go Gopher podcast. Our great friends at Cub have jumped on board. They're supporting the podcast. They're supporting the Gophers, and they continue to help make this a free podcast to listen to with no subscription cost or fees. Cub has been a longtime supporter of Gophers sports and is the official grocer of the golden gophers again i can't speak highly enough of cub and their great support and we're glad to talk about great people our podcast is also sponsored by state farm agent tony hoagland at champlininsurance.com tony's a big time gopher fan we're podcasting episode 82 from the aquarius home services studio we invite you to subscribe to the go gopher podcast it's free to do so you can go back and listen to previous go gopher podcasts last week for example we spoke with our great friend spencer tollickson on his decision to step away from his role as Gopher Radio Analyst on our Gopher Radio broadcast. Go back and listen. This week, we still talk Golden Gopher basketball. It's episode 82. Star women's player Mara Braun joins us when we come back. I'm Clay Geary, walk-on, turn scholarship, wide receiver for Gopher football. And I'm Ben Utek, U of M alumni, Super Bowl champion, and Tony Dungy Uncommon Award winner. We understand championship culture, which is why we're part of the True North family of companies. 
True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com. It's episode number 82 the Go Gopher podcast. We're talking Gopher women's basketball, and star player Mara Braun is with us, entering her sophomore season as we're, I guess, a little less than a month away from classes starting. And first of all, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, have you ever been this busy in your life? No. <laughs> and it really came out of nowhere, honestly. it was. I got the invite to the first trial, and then everything just was rolling from there got invited to play on the U21 team. Um, we started, well, obviously we were still in workouts, so I left to go to that trial. And then everything worked out, and they were like, all right, we need you to hop on a plane in a month, and you're going to China. So, wow. Yeah. And all at the same time, getting worked into a new system, a new coaching staff with, with your current team, the Gophers. So um, how did that all weave together mm-hmm. in terms of learning the new stuff uh, and then learning, really, I suppose, how to play three-on-three basketball as well within the whole yeah. summertime? Well, I think it was nice to be able to have Coach P come in when she did. We still had a postseason with her. Um, So we had that with – there was only like four of us practicing, but it was still just understanding her concepts and just getting that in before everyone came because everyone came and then I left. So it was kind of a hard time because obviously that's a good time to get to know each other. And I came back and everyone was a lot closer, which is really cool. But at the same time, I had to find my way back in and, you know – Everyone got a lot better, too, while I was gone. So that was really fun to see. Um, but it's new um, every day. It's a stepping stone, definitely. But I think it'll be good for us to go over and play in Croatia, too. Yeah, and you've got this uh, trip coming up, which we're going to talk about, certainly, um, as this podcast moves on. Um what was your freshman year like just in relation to uh, coming in with some high expectations um, and then uh, having some individual success? I mean, you were a freshman of the year, a few, a freshman of the week a few times over the course of the year, hit some game-winning shots. But then on the flip side, maybe not having some of the team success that I'm sure you were hoping and then having to go through a coaching change as well. What was, what was that first season like in maroon and gold? Quite the season. I mean, you hit it all. There was a lot of ups and downs. You know, there's the ups of, like you said, like hitting game winners, but then at the same time, you know, going through a season that maybe we didn't have the most success and learning how to, you know, fight through that and wake up every day, like still hungry, you know, to compete. And it was definitely a test for me um, mentally and just understanding the game at the college level. It's just a whole different it's a whole different thing. Like, I, you can't really explain it unless you go through it. But, you know, we're just – I believe everything happens for a reason, and we're here, and the new staff is great, and the team's looking great so far. So it's it's all right now. Yeah, I know you were asked this a couple – I guess maybe a month or so ago when, when um, you guys had um, an availability with all of the media here in town, and um, the question was posed, did you ever think about – not being a gopher after the coaching change. And you paused for a second and said, look, there was, you just don't, you don't know what the situation is. You had to find out who the coach was and how you might fit in. So take me through that, that, I guess, what was it about a two and a half or three week stretch there to um, some unknowns to then, you know, making the decision and, and now kind of where you sit with, with, with that decision. Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty quick turnaround. It was the day after and they called us all in. Um, that's when the decisions were made, and then we were kind of all left just to figure things out. Um, I think everyone kind of went their separate ways. Like, people were asking me, oh, like, are you all deciding together? But it really, it was individual. It was, 
you know, what's best for you, what's best for your family. And for me, I love Minnesota. Uh, you know, I committed not only the staff, but to the state. And I think for some people, it's a lot different if you're not from here. So for me, it seemed like an easy decision. And I just wanted to put it out there because people were asking me and yeah. I was, it was just a lot. So, you know, I put it out there and that came with the rest of them. Some of them put it out, some didn't. But at the same time, I mean, we all came to the conclusion we wanted to stick it out. And for the most part, you kept, well, you did keep that freshman mm-hmm. four together. And then um, there, there was some turnover, but now there's also newcomers, and um, including freshmen now who I'm sure are on campus, and then uh, some transfer players mm-hmm. who will, will um, have a role on this team for the coming year. So um, in addition to learning the new system, you're, as you mentioned, learning new teammates, how has that gone so far? And what do you think of the newcomers it's been fun you know the fun part is is everyone wants to be here and the energy every day in practice obviously that comes a lot from the coaching staff they're super high on energy but you know everyone wants to be there everyone wants to get better you know they're constantly looking at us as like quote upperclassmen you know just to see what to do when we're half the time we don't know what we're doing (laughs) but it's it's been fun to be able to hang out with them and kind of show them the ropes a lot of them aren't from here um and then some, like Sophie, is coming back, is from here. And so it's been fun to be able to get to know everybody and just understand, you know, where they came from and just helping propel them forward. You mentioned that uh, you were in China on the three-on-three three, uh, Team USA junket uh, while some of the, the rest of this team was going through other workouts. So let, let's go back to prior to that, as you mentioned, the, the immediate offseason once Coach Don was was hired and you guys went through some workouts. What, what were your first impressions once she took over, maybe even that first team meeting when she got to town? I remember I yes. was at a hockey game, I think. I think I was at the Gopher hockey game, and mm-hmm. she came in and was introduced, mm-hmm. and I think she mentioned she had just met with you guys, and then she's going back and having dinner. So, what was that like? She really got thrown into the fire. She, <laughs> they were, they announced um, the coach, and then they were like, "Okay, she's going to be here later today." So, I, we want everyone to meet. So, we all met. We were all super early. We were really anxious to meet her, and she just came in and sat us in the locker room, and it was basically just an open like Q and A. Like she was very open from the start, and I think that just builds trust in itself. And just, you know, she told us how it was going to be. She's always straightforward, and I love that about her. But it was just you could tell the energy, and you could tell she wanted to be there. And then when you got on the court and had some of those those practices, what was the impression there in terms of – she was she's, she's been a guest on this podcast, and it's probably the, the, um, the best gauge I had just in terms of, of – um, Personality, and she seems like someone who would would be fun to play for, but also um, you better you better be ready to to play hard. Mm-hmm. It seems like, right? Mm-hmm. Well, even today, I mean, we're, we've been working a lot on defense. Um, you came straight from practice, by yeah, the way, to here, straight right? Straight from yeah. practice, yeah. <laughs> but it's we're really defensive focused right now, and so you know we're going to keep going until we get it right. And she's going to let us know <laughs> we're going to keep going until we get it right. But you know, it's good. I think we need that, especially being a young team. Um, pretty inexperienced for the most part. So that's the part that you can always control. And so obviously she's come in and let that be known. And she's also really into fundamentals. And, you know, every day we're starting practice, one-handed finishes. It seems silly, but, you know, it it translates. And obviously we trust her enough to go through this every day. But, 
yeah, it's been great. It's just, it's a whole new level and it's been really fun. Yeah. She talked on this podcast when she was on about, and I don't know what she termed them, but certain pillars that she hangs that, that you know, the program's going to be based on certain thing. And one was uh, valuing uh, the possession of the basketball. And that was a struggle last year for, for this, this team mm-hmm. turnovers. What has, have you noticed some different things that will allow you guys to, to value uh, the basketball, maybe on a, on a more consistent basis? I mean, she's all about slowing down, but still playing with pace. So it's a fine line, and it's it's hard to be, you know be going full speed. And I think last year we were so ramped up all the time, and you know at the college level, it's almost better to be slower and you know under control. And so I think we've learned that a lot um, in practice. You know, you have to get under a certain amount of turnovers, or you run. So it's there's different incentives like that that really have to keep us accountable. And then also from that standpoint, she mentioned on this podcast the idea that she wants uh, players who, uh, you know, know uh, know the game, ha- know situations, and that she would work on those. And, and I'm sure once you get into the full workouts, because I think there's limited hours, right, that you guys can do it, uh, that there'll be more of that. But have you noticed that as well, that um, she said, she even said rules. I, I want them to know rules and uh, he, that this is a situation that, um, you know, I want all five players on the floor to understand that here's where we're at. And if we're out of timeouts, they're going to know I, I don't need to call a timeout. How much mm-hmm. is how much has that uh, been yeah. part of this summer? Well, I think also just the amount of film we watch and, you know, mid-practice we'll go over to the film and, you know, she's running over there. So we run and follow and we'll watch film for a little bit, but she'll be showing us what she wants to see. So we'll see it in a game situation and then we'll go and we'll execute. And I think that's really helpful just to be able to visually see that um, and then apply it. But, yeah, I think she's just – breaking down a lot of different things we'll do drill work and she'll break it down well then we'll get into gameplay and it's like okay we just did this you know then you can kind of apply it and be able to move forward with it so it's just stuff like that and you know today we'll have another film session later and it's just cool to be able to do this now and not have to wait until you know october whenever Are you seeing results? Like, do you, in terms of even your personal mm-hmm. uh, skill level or knowledge of the game, or feeling like you're progressing? And then, do you see it in teammates as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, from the the day that I left, it was still a day by day. I mean, it's honestly drill by drill. It's really inconsistent, but that's kind of expected for right now. Um, but then when I came back, it was like some players were just so much more confident, and you could tell that they were just getting the groove, and even. You know, last week it se- we seemed like a whole new team. So it's just it really is day by day. Um, but you know, you're gonna we're gonna take it and we're gonna run with it and go from there. So uh, this group of freshmen that came in, the four of you, um, uh, you, you stayed together. You stayed here. You guys are close. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how have you guys handled this uh, now, going from year one into year two? And maybe as you look at the roster and how it's constructed, you're you're probably going to be asked to be the leaders in year two of this of this roster, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. You're right. We're the, we're the under we're underclassmen, but we're still looked at as upperclassmen. And you know, it seems like the the younger girls are looking up to us like we're like five years older. I'm like <laughs> we're only one year apart here, right. so we're still learning too. But it's been fun. Um, obviously, we've got Janae and you know Sophie, Maggie are a little older, um, so they're able to kind of have that aspect. But at the same time, you know, us getting like big minutes last year that really does. That does make a difference. And so 
us being able to say that we've been through it and we've, you know, been in different sorts of situations that these kids haven't. It's been fun to be able to, you know, kind of teach them and, you know, they look up to you and it's really, it's fun. Yeah. And so they get to trail along that, that uh-huh. group, um, uh, all Minnesotans, you mentioned for you, it was important to, to stay committed to the state. Um, how much pride do you take in that? And is that something you guys still talk about in terms of oh, yeah. where you want to, you know, go from here with this program? Yeah. And I think getting, we obviously got a couple more Minnesota girls on the um, roster now, and I just think it's so important. And, I just I love doing everything like within the community and just for girls to understand that staying in state is a good thing and it's a really cool thing to be able to represent your state um, and then especially you know when I'm playing USA and I'm representing the country but I'm also representing my state and letting you know girls know and hopefully inspire somebody to want to do the same thing. Yeah, and as you now um, represent that home state. Um, you're getting ready for travel. Uh, you're getting ready for a lot of stuff uh, within the season. What did you learn from the Big Ten slate? Because that, that was maybe the best group of teams in the history of the league. I mean, you go back mm-hmm. in terms of you look at Iowa made the finals. Maryland is always good. Uh, Indiana was unprecedentedly good, and it looks like those teams are going to be good again. So you guys have to scrap and fight mm-hmm. your way to get into the mix. What did you learn going through that? Uh, that, that and I'm, I'm missing teams. Michigan is yeah. good, and there's others. Yeah. Um, what did you learn going through that for the first time last year? Yeah, I think for me it, it really hit pretty hard. Um, I, was, I played really well in non-conference you know against other teams but then you get to the Big Ten and it's just like they've scouted you they know what you're gonna do um, they know your game in and out for me that they always seem to put the stronger guards on me to try to muscle me around so I think now being aware of that and being able to go to my counter you know understanding okay if they do this then I'm gonna do this so being really just being able to do being versatile mm-hmm. honestly um, expanding my game in every way, just being able to affect the game. So when a, an opposing team, and the, maybe this, as you mentioned, maybe the scouting report is, okay, muscle up, mm-hmm. Mara. Um, how, how do you have to respond? One, I suppose, okay, I'm going to get stronger too, yeah. right, a little bit. But two, was it tempting to push back or try to, you know, yeah. how, how do you stay even keel without getting too frustrated? Exactly. But also not just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know giving up. It's exactly right. I mean, you have there's a fine line, like there's a balance. You know, you want to be able to fight back, but at the same time, for me, like con- trying to control the those emotions, and you know, maybe it's I use my quickness and get around them. So it's just understanding my game and feeling more confident in what I'm doing. So if they want to body up and be all physical, then I'm just going to go around you. So it's yeah. just things like that. Just knowing and the coaches have really helped me with that too. You mentioned Sophie Hart. She's from Farmington, Minnesota, started her career at North Carolina State. She's back 6'5". Um, I have a special interest in her too. Her parents and I went to the same high school. Oh. Her dad and I went to the same college actually. He's uh, he's a track, a track and field mm-hmm. coach at Farmington. So how has she uh, mixed in and what do you think her contributions will, uh, will, will be? She's been looking great. Um, it's just been really fun to play with her and play off of her. Um, they've had us together a lot this summer and just getting that chemistry. Um, she's a really good screener. Obviously, you said 6'5", so yeah. I love getting the ball in, and she's been really good about knowing when to score and knowing when to kick it out. So it's it's been fun to get to play with her and get to know her. She's a really good leader also, really vocal. Um, you know, she'll do everything off the court, too. She loves to hang out with everyone. So it's been fun to have her here. Yeah, and 6'5", um, I know – just uh, knowing her parents, they were both very athletic, great athletes, both played college level. Um, uh, her dad was a track, and it was a good basketball player, too. 
uh, and her mom was a good high school uh, and and college basketball player. So, is there some athleticism there with the height to go with it? Yeah, I mean, she can she can move, and you may look at her and you're like, "What are we gonna get?" But she she can, and she'll get up and down the floor, and you know, she'll scream at us when she's rim running. She'll be like, "Give me the ball!" So, <laughs> you know, that's it's been fun. She's she's fiery, and it's it's a good it's a good mix. Yeah, that's good, right? To have a big that's demanding of the ball. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, nothing wrong with that for sure. Um, let me uh, quickly. Uh, get a word in from one of our sponsors here. Affinity Plus is your local credit union, proudly serving Minnesota since 1930. If you're a current Gopher student or a proud Gopher alum, you're eligible to join this financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and put you first. You can meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including one right here near campus in Minneapolis. To learn more or find other ways to connect, here's the webpage, affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Affinity Plus, Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. We thank them for their support of Gopher Athletics and their support of our Go Gopher podcast. It's episode 82. Mara Braun is with us. Um, there's a couple of highlight games on the schedule. I know a lot of people are talking about that UConn game. Paige Beckers is uh, healthy, it sounds like. Um, I'm sure you've played against her in the past. Um, is that How do you view that game? Are you excited about that game? I think it's a great opportunity, you know, to potentially get the barn pretty packed. Um, yeah. Everyone, you know, honestly, I don't even care if they're coming to watch Paige. Like, you're getting people in the barn, and, you know, we'll we'll fight. We'll do our best. Coach P will prepare us. Um, and if we go out there and we compete, I think that'll really attract people and bring them back. And Caitlin Clark kind of captured the the attention of the country when she, her and the Hawkeyes made that run to the to the championship game, a game that they turned out to be a favorite in, and then LSU hit all kinds of threes, and pretty, before you knew it, it was uh, LSU winning the national title. But um, she'll be uh, Caitlin Clark will be coming to the barn. She has been here now a, a few times, so it's nothing new. But um, my guess is that that game will have a little extra hype as well. You played against that team twice last year. What 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 do you take from it, and and um, how do you view that game? We don't have the date on that yet. I know it's, what, November 19th for UConn because uh, the non-conference schedule set, but uh, when Caitlin Clark comes to mm-hmm. town. That's another one. I mean, people are going to come and people want to see it in person, and it's just a good opportunity, again, for us to be able to, you know, showcase what we can do and maybe turn a few heads and like I said, just go out there and compete. And Whatever happens, happens, and we'll grow from it in either way, but it's just fun to be able to have players like that or that are just continuing to elevate the game for women's sports, and it's it's just a really good platform, you know, and for her to be here and playing on the barn floor and things like that. Same with Paige. It's just, it's a good opportunity. What did you think when you played last year uh, against Iowa in, in regard to her skill level and what, uh, how she played? I heard Lindsay, I think, was on, uh, uh, she's now, uh, you know, talked a few different things and she's like, she was, she's just so fast. Mm-hmm. It kind of shocks you the first few times. Uh, do you have a better idea now of mm-hmm. maybe, like you say, maybe you go out and, and, and win that game and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, boom, uh, stuff starts feeding here too. Yeah. No, she she's a really good player. I mean, obviously she puts up the numbers she does. She has to be a good player. But it's really in person. She's just always moving, and she knows how to change speed, and she knows when to burst and when to kind of slow down and get you up a little bit and then go again. So she's she's definitely a player that you can learn from, you can watch. She plays – there's a lot of similarities with Steph Curry. Um, I love watching him play too. So 
it's just it's another thing where you can just learn um, and be able to apply it to your own game. She's obviously a good shooter. I think that's where it kind of captured some people's imagination. She was, as you mentioned, she was making these Steph Curry, mm-hmm. you know, thirty footers. Um, one, I, 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 my hunch is there's there's a lot of women in college basketball that that um, can make those shots. But their coaches might not yeah. say, you know, you're. She's got the you're green light. She has the ultimate green light, and and rightfully so, right? Because exactly. it does. It energizes everybody. They're probably going to be sold out on their home floor all year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it it is turned into this. I mean, she had a line. She golfed in some I know, I event, saw that. and they had a line started That's at like ridiculous. five in the morning, I know. and then she was at the AAA game in Des Moines. So, it, I mean, it's just it, it's good for college basketball. It kind of stinks if it's one of your chief rivals having the success. But that said, uh, a rising tide lifts all boats, as mm-hmm. they say. So um, she's got this going for. Her. Um, I wonder if we'll see more coaches allow their players to showcase that way. Like, yeah, we've got a player that can hit. 25, 30 footers as well. And um, if it comes in the flow yeah. of the offense, like, like some of hers don't even come in the flow of the offense. She's just coming up, stopping and popping from, you know, know. And a couple of those against Michigan were like from 40 feet. I'm like, like I just wonder with, what goes through her head. She just, <laughs> and they, and the thing is, is they go in and everyone expects them to go in. And if they yeah. don't, it's like a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's crazy. It, it, it is. And then, you know, I've heard people say, well, She's kind of she gets she got forty because she's a ball hog, and then you're like, well, she had fourteen assists exactly. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, she leads the country in assists as well. Um, and certainly, um, what was a Sonano, the center, mm-hmm. um, was was one the beneficiary of her, but two, it, it worked in reverse because she was so good scoring around the basket, so mm-hmm. she she would get assists, and so that made it hard a hard guard. We'll see how that works without Sonano exactly. now. So anyway, I don't want to make it the Caitlin Clark show, but <laughs> it, I do think it's. I mean, ten million people watch that championship game. That's just good for college basketball, right? It is. Yeah. It really is, and just continuing to you know get people watching, and people wanted to watch that game more than the men's, which you couldn't say you know a couple right. years ago so it, it is really good and once you know when they finally graduate and you know play in the league then it'll just make the league expand even more no too doubt. yeah because the league i think the league has to grow team wise too right there's got to be more it spots does. there's so many good players somehow that that has to be the next step for the w for the wnba for sure um and then um the lsu uh thing um, you know, that game got a little snippy at the end, and there's a co- pretty good rivalry, and then they got some transfers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of a sudden you've got you've got some storylines coming oh, yeah. up for this college women's season. Yeah, and so Haley, Haley Van yeah. just committed there, and so she was at the USA Trials, and she's actually going to be on the team in Mongolia that will possibly be playing against for gold. So that will be kind of cool. And it was just cool to be – Amongst players like her and Cameron Brink from Stanford was there, and just being able to learn from them, um, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, you mentioned she came from Louisville, right, and yep. transferred to LSU. So she's going to be on a, on the is it twenty three yep. U? Uh, yep. So she's twenty three. Uh, you're on the 21. Mm-hmm. So there, like you said, there's a chance, and we're going to talk about the Mongolia trip that you guys could could fight it out yeah. for gold, which would be awesome. It right? would be cool. Yeah, no no doubt. Speaking of travel, uh, staying on the Gophers theme here for a moment, you guys, um, and this was planned prior to to, uh, to Coach Plitzowite coming. I think the previous staff had planned this trip to Greece and Croatia. Uh, when does that – that's coming up, right? Yeah, we leave Thursday. So this week. Yep. That I didn't know. So, yeah, yeah so you've been to China, which, again, <laughs> we're going to talk about. Um, you've been learning the new system, the new coaches, and now Thursday you're headed to Greece and Croatia to play some exhibitions. I saw – I've been following on Twitter um, – 
some of these games that these teams have been going. I think was I it Arkansas won by a hundred. I know. I think Iowa won beat somebody yesterday by ninety. And Caitlin Clark scored like nine points because I'm sure she played two minutes. Exactly. So um, who knows what kind of competition you'll get. Yeah. But how important is it, especially when you're talking about a first-year coach and a new coaching staff, you have some newcomers to – sometimes I think those European trips can really serve a huge purpose mm-hmm. uh, to, to get – even if it's just bonding, whether you beat somebody by 50 or not yeah. is irrelevant. Uh, uh, just build that chemistry. Oh, yeah. I mean – and. Uh, alone the flight there and you know all the travel I've learned um within the past month that that alone brings you really close but I think just being in a different place getting outside of this small space and being able to be out there and experience new things for everyone and we're doing it together you know I think the basketball part's cool but I think we're all more excited honestly to do the other things and just to hang out with each other and get to know each other better I think it's a great time especially with the new staff just to be able to get to know each other. I think we all have a pretty good grasp right now, but you know, there's always room to get closer. So yeah, and have you done any um, internet sleuthing in terms of what you might get to see? Croatia is so beautiful. Like so, when I was younger, it was it was kind of war torn, and there were mm-hmm. they were breaking off. And but now it's uh, man. I mean, you just look, and there's some great places to go. Greece, of course. I think you're gonna. In Greece as well? We'll be in Athens. Athens, yeah. So have you been able to kind of study a little bit of what you're hoping to see? We have a whole itinerary laid out. So, you know, between we only play three games. So those days we'll have games. But, you know, we're doing a bike tour. We're doing a boat thing. We're doing, you know, all these other activities, touring the Game of Thrones where that was filmed. And just a lot of things to be able to do outside of basketball and get a little break from that. But um, just having a good time. You have been, um, I, I'm sure at, at the high school level, when you're playing that national AAU circuit, you're going to places all over the country in different tournaments. But um, think about Greece, Croatia, China, coming up Mongolia. I mean, basketball's taking you around the globe here. <laughs> it is. And that's the that's the coolest part. And I think it hasn't fully sunk in. I think once I'm on my way to Mongolia, I'll be like, wow, this is crazy. And I told my mom, um, I want to get a big map and be able to pinpoint places I've been. I think that would be really cool. But if I continue to do this USA thing and just being able to travel the world and play the sport I love, like nothing gets better than that. Yeah, that's so cool. So cool. So um, you guys leave Thursday um, and that's going to be a fun trip, a valuable trip. And then and then the Mongolia trip comes up, which we're going to talk about here in a second. I want to talk about another one of our great sponsors. I'm incredibly happy to welcome brand new Go Go for Podcast partner, Head Flyer Brewing. We introduced them last week on the show as a new sponsor. They've been around opening in 2017. They've got a cool historic building in northeast Minneapolis, just a mile and a half from the Go for football stadium. They feature an awesome outdoor patio, plenty of space, a great vibe. Dogs are welcome. Big TVs to watch sports and of course fantastic craft beer. My favorite, no funny stuff, although picking one is just impossible. So I'd recommend you try also the strawberry whip. Yeah, it's a beer and it's delicious. Head Flyer Brewing open weekdays at 1, weekends at noon, Tuesdays happy hour, Wednesday and Thursday big trivia nights, and a big event coming up this weekend, Saturday, August 19th. It's the Summer Music Festival. They've got funk music, food trucks, and great craft beer. 2 to 10 this Saturday, August 19th, Head Flyer Brewing. It's fun to talk about fun people and the folks who started Head Flyer Brewing and growing into an amazing place are amazing people. You'll love it. Take a flyer. Go to Head headflyerbrewing.com to find out more. Headflyer Brewing, glad to have them on the Go Gopher podcast.
Hi, Gopher fans. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on lights. We switch TV channels. We switch on the TV. And with the new transfer portal, some college students even switch colleges, which can seem crazy to us diehard fans. But what's not crazy is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, my agency can switch you over so we can start saving today. My team is ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood and show you it is, in fact, easy to switch and save. When you want the real deal, check us out at champlininsurance.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mara Braun is with us, episode 82. So we've talked about the Gophers and um, and how you've spent your summer that way. Um, you've also spent time in China. Tell me about this three-on-three. How'd you get involved? You played for Team USA. Um, who were your teammates? Kind of take me through this uh, and, and how it all went in China. Yeah, so I got invited out to the trial. Um, I didn't really know anything about it. Kind of just flew out to Colorado. Um, went through the trial. Uh, it was honestly... I was the youngest one there by by a few years. Um, the oldest, I think they were up 29, 30 years old. So I'm I'm learning from You're what, that. 19? Yeah. So. so you can't go to head flyer room. No. <laughs> no. no. But, no. Uh, so you're 19 playing against yes. 25 and 28-year-olds. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, going in, it's kind of like, oh, shoot, like, what's this going to be like? So that had to raise my game at a whole other level. You know, just the physicality. And it's so fast-paced, but they did a great job of also slowing it down and you know, for me, I feel I'm a pretty quick learner, so being able to learn the different sets and the different reads, and there's a lot of things flying at you, and a lot of those girls already know what they're doing, and so I'm learning from them at the same time. I'm trying to learn myself, so it was a lot. Um, the coaches were great. Everyone was awesome there, really welcoming. Um, I got pretty close with Leilani there. She's from Penn State, so that was cool to be able to have that connection there, the Big Ten connection, but then and she – She's actually on that 23 team, so I could also see her in Mongolia, which would be pretty fun. But, yep, so I got invited to that. I got a call one day with my mom. They said, all right, you're headed off to China in a month if you want to. So I called up Coach P and got that all figured out. And then they announced the roster, which is a couple of girls from Villanova, one from Maryland, and one from Creighton. So we had a good good mix of yeah. some conference conference play there. but. It was awesome. It was a really good experience. We traveled with the men's team, so we were all there. We got really close. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to go back and see the girls. What um, was the adjustment three-on-three? Three? Had you played a lot of three-on-three? Because three? it it's not, different, right? Not the FIBA rules. The FIBA yeah. rules, I mean, there's a 12-second shot clock. You're taking the ball out of the net and playing right away. You know, you're rotating four people, but it's every dead ball. So you may get a two-second break. You may get a 30-second break. So it's really – it's you've got to be in shape, I'll tell you that. And I definitely think that that's helped this summer just to maintain that endurance. Um, Three-on-three is a definitely a, a different sport. You can't take a break ever. Um, you know, maybe in five-on-five you're in that help side and you're kind yeah. of taking up. But, no, three-on-three you'll get exposed. So – it's been really good um, discipline-wise, so it's just learning how to apply that, and when I come back, being able to apply that to the five-on-five game. Uh, we had uh, I talked to a Wooker from the volleyball team. Uh, she was on a Team USA in the Pan, I think Pan Am or some yeah. sort of, and she talked about how it just just instinctively helped her confidence. All of a sudden, you're representing the country. Did you did you find that oh, experience the same? I think just putting on the official uniform for the first time, it was just a really surreal moment. I mean, for me, 
representing the country is always something you dream of and I've always said I want to play in the Olympics so you know maybe this will lead that lead into that someday but for now just being able to have you know USA on your chest and they always talk about it USA the gold standard and you know you're representing not only yourself but you're representing this whole country of people so that's that's definitely you know there's a target on your back going these places because USA has always set the standard and so it's 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 awesome. It really is. Yeah. So you had this group. You rotate through, um, and I think what you guys go like five and one or something over there. Yeah, we lost one game. So the way they had it set up was we were supposed to have six there, but the sixth player had gotten hurt at her foreign tour, so she couldn't go. But we had five, so one person sat out each day. Um, so I sat out the first day, being the youngest which was kind of a bummer, but, you know, it yeah. worked out. So we lost one game to China, and then I think the next time we played them, we just blew them out because we were, like, sick of this. But yeah, yeah. Um, for the most part, we dominated there. Um, it was really fun just to see how the team progressed over the week. And then so you get you get that done. You have success. You have fun. Um, you get in shape. Not that you weren't in shape already, but you learned, yeah, in this, in this style of play. Um, and then when you find out the, the, I guess, what is it, the three-on-three FIBA World Championships coming up, when, how do you find out that um, your play in China maybe helped qualify you for this team? Is it almost a tryout kind of a thing? Well, so the team in China, we knew going in um, that – only four of the five or four of the six were going to make it to Mongolia. Um, and we also knew that we had to win there in order to go. So the the deal is when you go and you qualify at all these different places, the winner of the stop of all the stops, they go to Mongolia for the finals. And so it was kind of a waiting game, honestly. Um, and then I got the call a couple of days ago that they wanted me to join the team. So that was really exciting. Um Obviously, texted Coach P right away and called my parents. But, yeah, it's just – it's really surreal, like I said earlier. Um, and I just – it's been awesome. Yeah. So that's next month, right? Yeah. So we we get back from Greece the 27th, and then I go to Mongolia the 9th. The 9th of September. Yeah. And then um, how long is – how long of a tournament is that? Well, yeah, so this time it's only two days of playing. So I'll well, actually quick. I'll actually be over there for my birthday. My birthday is the twelfth, so that'll be kind of fun. But yep, so we have I think we play the thirteenth, fourteenth maybe, and then it's yeah, it's a quick trip. It's only I think a week or so. Yeah, maybe less than two a week. two days of games. And would are the two American teams are they maybe favored? So you'll be hopefully in opposite yeah. brackets. Yeah, I I'm not sure honestly. I think there's a lot of I think there's two. French, the, both the France teams, the older and younger, will also be there, and they've always been really good. Um, so it'll definitely be. And the, and the thing is, is that you can be great five on five, but some of these teams, all they do is three on three, so they really know the ins and outs. They know how to expose you. So that's also something you have to keep in mind that, you know, these players, they might not necessarily be better, but they may be just smarter in yeah. the way that they play. And so going in and not taking anyone for granted – um, just knowing that anyone, it's a quick game, it's 10 minutes or to 21. So you really, there's no time to, you know, sit there and think that you're going to win it right away. Yeah. So it goes, either the 10 minutes is up and whoever yeah. is ahead wins, or yep. you hit 21 before 10 minutes. Exactly. And you mentioned the the take it out of the net. Is there a time, do you have to take it back outside the three-point line, like a take yep. back? And... Yep. So you have to take it out of the net. Um and then the, they can flag you off if you don't get, you have to get one foot outside of the three-point gotcha. line. 
Um, but then, you know, the, there's a the restricted area and the defender can't go inside of that. So you have a little room to clear it out. And, you know, whether that's a dribble out, whether that's a pass out, it's really up to where the defense is. I was watching. I was just thumbing through. I, I didn't seek it out, but I happened to see there's a men's league I've seen on, like, Channel 4 the last few weekends they've had these games. I think Royce White, uh, who's from here, <laughs> has played on one of those teams, which that's what caught my initial attention. If they – I think if they get a turnover, they don't have to take it back. They can just if they steal it, they can go right up and score. Do you guys you have to take it back on everything? Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. So yeah. that might be a little different. Yeah. Rule. Well, and that's there's so many things going on right now. There are yeah. so many different three on three teams. So, you know, if you don't make one, then you're probably in the pool to make another. And so they kinda of have a pool of players that they're like, Okay, you can go to this, you you can't go to this. So they, they make it so everyone will have an opportunity to play somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. There's a, there's a lot going on on that side of the basketball world. China. Uh, so you visited China for this. Um, what did you uh, what you take from uh, non basketball? Just the trip. Did you get a chance to do some sightseeing, or was it mostly basketball? I I say it's it was mostly a business trip. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how they operate. Also, you know, you're there in a different country, but you're there to win. You're there to represent our country. But we did. We had an off day. That's kind of funny. We had an off day, and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna go tour. You're gonna see some pretty like sacred places in China." Well, they stuck us at the bottom of a big mountain, and it was us and everyone but China. And they were like, "All right, go up the mountain." So wow. we we you know it was hot. It was hot there every day. It was like a hundred degrees, um, sun blaring. But we hiked up the and mountain. And these games were outside. Yeah. Right. So we hiked up the mountain, saw some pretty cool things though. The view was awesome, and just being able to be in a different culture and experience those things. Uh, obviously, I wouldn't be experiencing that without playing this sport, yeah. which is awesome. Do you think the China uh, Team China sent you guys there to tire you out? <laughs> I'm not sure, but it was set up by the Chinese government. <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. Like, I don't know what their plan was. We're going to tire them all out here exactly. and make them climb a mountain. I don't know what their plan was, but we still ended up beating them, yeah. so it's all right. Well, that's good then. That's good then. So uh, you've learned enough now. Um, how, do you watch film? Uh, do you watch three-on-three games now? Uh, not just to even watch, but mm-hmm. to, oh, well, that that makes sense, or just to continue, like you say, so that so that you kind of catch up to teams who have been yeah. doing it for so long. Yeah, um, there's always games going on, and people are playing all over the world right now to go to Mongolia, so there's all these different stops. Um, So just watching them and being able to kind of get a grasp on what they do, every team is a lot different. You know, what Japan does is way different than China or Chile or, you know, whoever else. So everyone has their own type of game plan, um, and it's interesting to see how they guard us also. But, yeah, when we were there, we watched a ton of film. Um, Our coach – you know, he would be up at all hours clipping. And it's just the dedication for three-on-three is, you know, just as much as five-on-five. Yeah. Um, so as you get ready for this tournament, what um, – what, I mean, obviously you want to win the gold. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, that's that's, what the, that's the ultimate goal. Yep. Who, who are your who, – so of the group that you played with before, who who ended up getting selected? So yep. who are your teammates? So be? Lucy and Chris from Villanova and then um, Morgan from Creighton. And then you. So we got Villanova, Creighton, and uh, and Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. So Big East and Big Ten. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then do you have you gotten 
close enough that you're like texting these guys or oh, yeah. FaceTiming or whatever you might yeah. do. However, however you kids yeah. communicate now. No, yeah, I was just talking to Lucy. Actually, um, she's been at the beach, and I'm like, hey, when am I going to get invited? So she's like, next summer we'll definitely plan something. But like I said, when you're traveling like that, you almost immediately just get close. Yeah. Um, just. And then playing with each other, you know, you're learning on the fly, and that also brings you closer because everyone's in it together. Hey, Gopher fans, want to talk to you for a minute about some of our fans out there who are a little like me. Getting to the point in life where you're starting to worry about maybe some wrinkles around your face and your eyes, and you may have heard me mention last week, I just started using this tremendous male skincare product from Caldera Lab. It's a new Go Gopher podcast sponsor. They're a pioneer in the men's skincare game, using proven research to help make men look better and feel more comfortable and confident. I started using their products earlier this month, and I have to say I have noticed a difference in how my skin looks and feels. Tighter and smoother around the eyes and softer everywhere else around my face. I'm using the Regimen package. That includes the Clean Slate, the Base Layer, and the Good. Three great products. I'm also using the Icon Eye Serum, which fights fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness. Really good results on that. The beauty of it is for Go Go for podcast listeners, you can save 20% by using the promo code GOLD, G-O-L-D, when you place an order at Caldera lab.com 20% with the promo code gold g-o-l-d calderalab.com you, you've been to china you got as you mentioned croatia greece mongolia um and then you got this uh gopher basketball season coming up you've got Paige becker's coming to town um hopefully this whole team can make that next step i mean how much do you think that will be this will be the last couple of questions here uh back to gopher basketball that from year one to year two, they always say that maybe that's the most growth players have in college. So how, how where do you think this team can take that step? I mean, just just that alone, the maturity yeah. and, and knowing now what it's about. Yeah, I mean, one year under the belt for a majority of us is, is a big deal. And just I think Coach P and the staff are going to do a great job of preparing us. You know, we'll go into every game feeling prepared. Um, feeling confident so it's really up to us for execution and how we're going to execute and you know if we're going to do the little things right and are we going to you know play our absolute hardest 24 7 because we know that there's you can't take a break at any time games are too close you know it comes down to one possession so just understanding that understanding they're going to do their everything for us so we've got to you know pay it back all right, I got to ask you about your family now uh, to close out. Um, you have your parents, I know, come. They they've traveled too, right? They yep. go to did they go to almost all the majority road games? of them. Yeah. Some of them were hard to fly into, but yeah. majority of them, yep. Well, how's that? What's it like to to have that kind of support? I love it. I mean, I stayed here to be able to play in front of them, in front of my grandparents. They all go to almost every game. My brother, he'll bring buddies to the games, and they're just. They're really proud, and it's just it makes it that much more fun for me. I mean, they they were up at all hours watching me in China. You know, they they got up at four, three, four a.m. Um, just the dedication and just letting me know that, you know, it's worth it. It's all gonna be worth it, and I'm just glad I stayed here, and I'm I'm just glad that they've supported me in the way they do. Are they gonna go to Mongolia? No, but they're going to Croatia and Greece. Oh, they are. They're yeah. going with the with the gopher trip. Yeah, my parents are, and my brother's staying at home to watch the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's got to. Someone's got to do, do it. it. Yeah, somebody's got to exactly. house and dog sit. Well, hey, it's so uh, I appreciate it so much that you uh, spent some time with us. I know you had practice this morning. You got film study today, so to stop in and uh, and share uh, your story. Um, and I know you're busy, so I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's episode 82, Mara Braun. I hope you enjoyed my visit 
visit with a rising star in the women's college basketball world, the Gophers' very own Mara Braun from Wyzetta. She's had a busy summer. She'll have a busy fall and winter as well. We appreciate her time on the Go Gopher podcast episode number 82. What an impressive young lady. We're presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com. We're also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a locally member-owned full-service financial invested in you. You can learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Cub has joined us as one of our primary sponsors as well on the Go Gopher podcast. Cub is the official grocer of the Gophers. We're thrilled to have them signed up, a great company with great people, and of course, stores all over the state. Go to cub.com to find out all of this week's specials at Cub. Also welcome aboard to new sponsors Head Flyer Brewing in Northeast Minneapolis, just a mile and a half from the stadium. Stop in for great tasting craft beer tonight. Also, don't forget to use the code word GOLD, a G-O-L-D, when you join me in ordering great men's skincare products at calderalab.com. Proud to have them with us on the Go Gopher podcast, calderalab.com, code word GOLD for 20% off. We're also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts, and please be sure to click that subscribe button right now for the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to listen at any time. And please share that link to the podcast with others so they can listen for free as well. We'll talk again next week.